I did such a poor job documenting my journey so far. So this is literally my attempt to go back and fill the blanks of how I got here. And in the event my son wants to take a similar path, he can use my experiences to get him there in half the time. Welcome to the Be Better Mindset Podcast, where we talk about the importance of improving life across every variable. We talk about topics like self-improvement, health, and so many strategies to manage the many stresses we have in life. If you are interested in pursuing happiness, bettering yourself daily, and reaching your fullest potential, this podcast is for you. Remember, you are great, but you can always be better. Hey guys, welcome back to the Be Better Mindset Podcast. I am your host, Royce, and today I want to pivot a little bit. A small pivot for the most part, but I want to pivot in a way where I want to talk about a little bit more on the small business entrepreneurship realm. More specifically, getting to one million in revenue. And recently, guys, I just recently learned that 96% of small businesses don't break that 1 million mark. And sadly enough, I'm one of those. And I've been going into business for 10 years now, and I've yet to hit that milestone. And the other side to it is I do feel I have an awesome opportunity to possibly break that in the next year or so. So I wanted to document that journey because thus far, I have done a poor job documenting all of my wins, all of my struggles, all of my failures, and I want to go back and fill some of those blanks up. So in the event that my son wants to take a very similar path, he has an idea how he did it. And if he has the same resources as me, he can do it from scratch and possibly do it in half the time. So I'm doing it the one for that many reason but the other side is i didn't realize there were so many of us that are struggling to break this barrier and uh it's a little heartbreaking for me because because i i know the 96 percent, and not all of them i'm sure there's going to be a lot of amazing businesses that are thriving and doing well without hitting that revenue marker but there are though there are probably more of me that struggle to pay payroll that has to sell their assets or their house to keep playing the game to put in 80 to 100 hour weeks to serve your clientele to serve your employees just to kind of live this dream and I wanted to just document the things that's worked for me and also the things that hasn't worked for me And just a disclaimer really quickly, guys, like the things that work for me might not work for you. And also the things that failed me might actually work for you. So in this series, it's more of a documentation, not as as so much as a how-to. So if you guys do some of the stuff that I'm doing and it doesn't work, I'm so sorry. But if, if, uh, and again, it's, I just want to document it because I'm passionate about it. And something that I've, learn just recently is to talk about things that you're obsessed about because if you're obsessed about it when you when you talk about stuff that you're obsessed about it's a win-win you know you you get an opportunity to talk about something that you love and in the event that no one wants to listen to it that's okay you just talked about something that you love but in the event that someone does 
is is just just as obsessed as you are you're attracting those people uh just like yourself so that's why i want to do this and this is really just a prequel of the stuff that i really want to go over in this series because there are a few of you guys that are asking some of these questions more uh, lately so i want to be able to serve that purpose as well Anyways, guys, the topic that I want to talk about in this particular series is my stages of entrepreneurship. And really, this is really just an outline of my 10 years and how it's been like and learning lessons in each phase and possibly going back and describing some of those phases in in more in depth in, in possibly future episodes. So I want to talk about kind of those stages and I want to be like really transparent what my numbers are so you get an idea where I was and where I am and uh, in the event that you're listening to this a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, you're like, oh snaps, he was, he was in the grind just like me and that's what I hope to be or it's like it could be just a big flop that I just fail and I never make it. But it's very unlikely if you don't quit. So anyways, guys, I started business at 2013. And prior to that, I was a personal trainer. So 2011, 2012, I was I was serving clients and getting them from point A to point B in terms of getting them to lose weight, adding muscle, fixing pain, all of those things. And for the most part, from 2012 to 13 to 14 is what I call kind of the entrepreneur phase. And that phase for me, one, wasn't very clear. You know, it was a phase where I kind of wanted to start my own thing, but I really didn't know if I had what it takes to become successful. So that first two years was really just learning to get really good at something. And that really good at something was learning how to get people to lose weight, get healthy, get fitter. And for me, that number was monetarily, you know, like how much can I make as a trainer? And at the peak of my training career, career, I was able to take home 80K in income. And 80K, I took home 80, but I made 120. So, but when you do the taxes, you end up making 80 and I didn't know anything about taxes at the time. So that's what I took home. So, but to kind of give you guys a perspective of how much that actually is, it's actually a lot more money I generated. So in training, if you're training at big box, like gyms, like 24-hour fitness, lifetime, the margins are fairly low. Maybe I could be wrong now. It could be different now, but I took 15 to 20% of what I sold. So kind of give you an idea, 15% or 20% of of that number is north of 400,000, almost half a million dollars in training. And that's what I did in 2012. Now, that sounds like an awesome number, but I work literally 100 plus hour weeks where I would wake up, train a person at 4, and I wouldn't leave the gym until about 8 to 9 p.m. So it seemed like a lot of money, but 
it wasn't the most glamorous life. And at some stage in my career, I was like, I think I can, what would happen if I just trained half the amount and I took all, I took everything and I'm like, man, that's like $200,000. That's a lot of money. And for a post-college grad student, 60K was a lot for me because I had four roommates and we were sharing rent and I was like, man, I'm living the dream. So if I had 200, I don't know what life would, would be like. So initially I had this, this, this skill acquisition of learning how to train people because I lived that brand, but I also got others to be able to live that brand. And it made sense. You know, I'm, I don't think I'm very risky in that case. And some people are more riskier than others. But I was like, in, at, the, at the end of the day, if I failed, I could have just went back and started training and making the same amount, if not maybe even more. Because every year I just got better. So that entrepreneur phase, at least for me, was like the lessons that I learned was just to get really good at something and make money doing it. And, and uh, once I did that, I went into business, you know, and I acted like an entrepreneur. And what an entrepreneur did that first, at least what I knew, was they just hired a bunch of people. And that's what I did. I hired a bunch of people. I hired three trainers, I hired some front desk, I, ride, I hired some assistants. And, and I really didn't know anything about margins. I didn't know about anything about tax law. So what ended up happening at that first year, the first few years was I went from 90,000 uh, during 2012. And then on 2015, I made, I, or we revenued 200,000. But for the most part, I made no profit. In fact, in a few of those years, I had to pay back taxes because I didn't learn how to, I didn't understand anything on tax law. So that's kind of what happened my first three years. And man, it was painful. So I started to realize at that stage that maybe I shouldn't hire all these people. One, I got to pay all these taxes. But two, I think I could do all the work myself anyways. So the next three years, I started to consolidate. You know, I, I didn't have a front desk. I didn't have an assistant. And I just, I just paid the bare minimum. I just paid coaches. And I paid like one or two trainers. And during that phase, the, I actually made less. So it went from 200K to 170 and then eventually to 150 And the decline... Uh, that solopreneur phase, guys, it declined like that because one, I realized that I suck at like training people and I blamed people because I can just do everything myself. But in reality, it was just me not knowing how to develop anyone. So I started doing everything myself. I thought people cost too much and it was more profitable for me to just do everything. I'll do all the cleaning. I'll do all the coaching. I'll do all the training. And while I made some profit during those three years, 170, 150K in income, and I probably started taking home a decent amount, it was the quickest recipe for overwhelm and burnout. And this is really when I started to seek self-care and started to learn a little bit more about that because it was it was more needed in like necessity. It wasn't something that I was seeking out. I just had to do it. I was in a bad place. So this was actually during 
the year when I really started to learn more about self-improvement, personal growth, self-care. I hired a life coach and I just started to learn more things about not only about myself, but about business, about marketing, about sales and about leading and about influencing. So I started, I call this kind of the dabble entrepreneur phase. And during this three years, my profit went from, or my income went from 190K all the way to 320K. And again, I started to hire people thinking that I knew what I was doing. You know, I'm like, okay, I'm a better leader now. I know my sales. I know my marketing. I still didn't know how to manage finances and the whole budgeting thing. So the success I created was was like a fake, like I call it fake profit. I made the most money income-wise, but I didn't make really any profit in that process. And in fact, I just, I hired more stress than, or I increased more stress just in general. So I created this like ego complex that I felt like that I was, I was really successful. And eventually I got checked. And then during that checkout point, I... I had three facilities. I was this is the biggest operational uh, like budget that I had to actually pay out. So I was bleeding a lot of money. I was losing ten to fifteen thousand every single month. One because we had this major transition and price increase. I opened a gym fairly close to the other gym, so it just cannibalized it. My rent went from like like 5,000 to almost 10,000 as soon as I re-signed that lease. So it's like, it's literally my third lease and I have no knowledge of what lease agreements are like. So I'm learning all of these things. So in that process, I had to sell my house. So I sold my house, paid out my debt, and then I closed that gym down. And uh, and it ended up working out really well. So so as I as I started to learn more of those uh, hard experiences, I, I started to kind of change my narrative a little bit. I think initially that first narrative of entrepreneur is like, I can just make all this money. That was like my narrative and just by doing, just by creating my own business. And then the second narrative where it's like solo slash dabble entrepreneurship was, man, I can make even more money if I just get other people to do the crappy jobs, right? The, the lower level work. And I did that and that didn't work out so well. And now I'm in this new narrative and new stage where I feel I'm closer to entrepreneurship. And literally my day-to-day is to create careers that are not only lasting, but for fulfilling. So they're making the money they want. They're, they are living a uh, a very holistic life where they have they have their own sense of balance where they can work a certain amount make a certain amount of money and also have all this time with their family so i'm creating these experiences now and my whole job lately is to do that you know like what i what can i do today to make this person's career more successful and more abundant and as i started to move into this direction we we really started to amplify and it's really been more exciting for me. And I'm, and I still have my problems guys, don't get me wrong, but it's been a lot different. So literally my day to day has been different. Like I'm no longer, I used to think I was more of a reservoir. I would get all this wealth and I would go out and all this water. But now I'm, I'm looking at 
myself as more of a river where I'm just taking in this water and giving it to other places and and nourishing other places and that's just really where I'm at currently and I'm also at a state where I'm not telling people what to do anymore you know I'm not really teaching people anything even though it seems like I am I'm really just documenting things that's worked for me and that's what I'm doing now and uh, hopefully if it, it continues to work and break those numbers that I'm currently hitting because right now we are we are about to hit our first we're in pace to do half a million you know we went from 250 last year we took a we took a big dive as soon as we lost that that third facility and uh now we're we have less overhead less gyms more profit and the reason for that for the most part is i'm creating careers instead of doing them so that's what's happening to this point. I know we can go over each of those phases and what's worked for me in those phases, but I really just want to over-encompass my journey so far. And 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 for the most part, I compressed those, those 10 years, the big lessons that I learned. One was before really diving into entrepreneurship, so if my son wanted to dive in, I would recommend him to just get really, really good at something. Get really good at solving a problem first whatever that is if it's getting someone to lose weight if it's getting someone to uh i don't know market social media whatever business whatever problem you're trying to solve just get really good at something and be known for that and get paid for that really well because you can always use that skill set in the event that you don't make it the second one is the second lesson is learning the depend like the the stages of it and I related a lot to being a a uh, a kid you know earlier in my life from zero to 13 you're very dependent on your on your parents you know they they nourish you they take care of you they house you they give you water they give you shelter they give you love and that's the codependent stage and that codependent stage is very similar to just being having a w-2 and at some point in your teenage years, you think you can do everything on your own and you want to do everything on your own. And that's what I did. I was like, I can prove that I don't need another company to pay for my stuff. I can do this all myself. And you eventually get into this next bottleneck of your life where you realize that Doing everything on your own is not one, it's not very fulfilling. And number two, it's not very sustainable. So you seek for help. You know, you get into this intradependent stage where you seek for help and you and you are leveraging others to help you. But then there's another level where I think I'm at currently is is I call it like intra success. Like you're you're all succeeding. So you're successful, then you're trying to get others to become successful. And then that's where I honestly believe where the growth, the major growth, the major exponential growth is, is occurring is in this final stage. But I had to go through all those stages beforehand. And again, the, the other lesson that I'm learning throughout this is just to talk about things that you're excited about. And because when you're excited about a lot of those things, one, creating content is a lot easier to do. And right now, 
I do love personal growth, personal development, but right now I'm, I'm super obsessed about business, super obsessed about marketing and sales. So I wanted to create a separate series in the event that someone wants to listen to just my personal growth stuff. Awesome. You could probably just skip these series, but in the event that you feel like you are learning something from it, you could take something from it. Amazing as well. Again, this is just really me documenting things, not so much as a how to. And, um, if I lose my memory all of a sudden, I can go back and be like, how did I do it? <laughs> so that's why I, I'm, I'm doing this new series. So again, just a disclaimer, guys, this series, I'm like, I'm Royce LaGuerta. I'm an aperture entrepreneur. I haven't done much yet. I'm really just here to document my journey, journey like just generating a million in revenue. I'm just sharing my failures and my successes. And again, just because it works for me, I'm not quite sure if it can work for you. So let's just make sure that's that's clear. And again, why am I doing this? 96% of small businesses are in the same boat as me. And I'd love to help one of them break that barrier, including myself. And again, if my son wants to take this path and he had similar resources I had at the start, Hopefully you can do it half the time or maybe less. And then number three, I'm obsessed with this stuff right now. And when you're creating content that fuels you, it's a win-win for everyone. It's a win for me. And it's also a win for someone that actually might feel this, this excitement that I have towards business and towards generating revenue and changing lives. So if you guys enjoy this episode and you like this series, stay tuned. I'm going to be shooting out my experience and my journey in doing so. And we'll be talking about things like my marketing, my leadership, and faith. Also, faith has been a, a big, big part of this journey as well. And I'd love to really discuss how it's really served uh, this goal of mine, this new milestone of mine. On, on generating that much revenue for my business. So if you guys like this episode, do me a favor, share it with someone, subscribe, give me a comment. If you hate it or not, it's okay um, if you do, but I really just love this topic and this, this stage that I'm in in my life, and I, I wanted to share that with you guys, and hopefully you guys like it. And uh, with that said, guys, I see you guys later. Peace out. Be better.